<laughs> the little silent cue. Well, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Big Ten and Rich Podcast. What me and Kenny tonight. Seth is off uh, again this week out at the beach, right? Is that what he said he was doing? He said, uh, he's on, he said he's going to the beach. On to the beach. So, a little jealous. Yeah, a little jealous. And I guess he'll be back next week. And then he'll be in town for Labor Day weekend. But you guys will be leaving town, so. Yeah, it sucks. It's going to be a wild few weeks. Trying um, to, try to make yeah. something happen, though. Try to Try to hang out with him. At least for a short period of time. Before we I go. laugh so hard when you're like, so breakfast? <laughs> hey, shit. I'm, <laughs> I mean, dude, I'm, I'm game. We're flying out. We're not flying out to that night. Yeah. Which is so weird, man. I've never... I don't think I've ever been on a flight past... I mean, all, all the flights I've ever scheduled were like early in the morning. So I've never been a, on a late flight on purpose. The only time <laughs> was like Hawaii <laughs> was when our shit got screwed up. Yeah. And then uh, maybe the first or second time, like a lot of time, like depending on what airline you fly out of when you leave Hawaii, a lot of them are like red eye flights. Depending on stay as long as possible. So you get that money. Yeah. It's, it's weird. It's like most of them, like at least on the flights we had, we're all like you leave it, you know. It just you're always arriving at the next the next day, yeah. Like super early, so yeah. But so um, wrapped up uh, my birthday weekend, and uh, I think I've come to a conclusion since next year's a little bit of a milestone birthday. Don't say it. That I might. <laughs> I might try to plan a Vegas trip with no kids. Oh. Like a very kind of short, mm-hmm. fun, just milestone birthday. I'm not saying the number. <laughs> uh, weekend in Vegas next year. And just, okay. So that's worth, that's worth discussing. Yeah. I mean, you know. So it's it's funny that you mention that because I, I guess it's a good segue because like I don't know if y'all I don't know if you've been to Vegas on purpose to hang out have you No the only time I've been in Vegas was when we got stuck there kind of and right. when we went to Hawaii So like same here so you which know, we, we made had, the best of those eight hours though we 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 did but it was almost like it was almost like prison in a way you know what I'm saying like we were. <laughs> We were forced there. We didn't want to. We didn't want to go there. We were made. Man, but if we would have hit something, <laughs> oh yeah, that'd have been that'd been crazy. It's so worth it. But yeah, you know, I, I and I've mentioned it to her before, like because people love going there. Yeah, my and, barber goes there like all the freaking time, and he's like just thinks it's the best thing in the world. <laughs> And it's just, I guess it depends. You know what I mean? Like, there's some really super nice, like, hotels. Yeah. But it's just, you know, part of it, I know, like, you know, there's... Like, I, I'm not, like, a huge casino guy, but, like, for a short... You know, I, I could... Casinos I are could cool, have, but if you're in there for, like, an entire day and, like, do nothing but 
that, then, you know, you're either really serious and know what you're doing or you're drunk out of your mind or something and yeah. just stuck. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a cool city. We, uh, you know, we have not explored it at all, really, realistically. It's hard for me to say, like we even said, like, it's hard for us to say it's just because we stopped there once that we've been to Vegas. You know, it does not feel like is you know there's a bad I mean, taste we spent in our, a good yeah we, good we were there for a while there. yeah but i mean like we were you know we were like pissed off yeah hot you know it was late it was this is a lot of i'll say this though the good thing that we learned from this even though we only had a short time to do this is getting around vegas is a little tough with going yeah. like all the walkways and going over the streets, like there's no really sidewalks. Oh no, they you have to yeah, kind of they, weave in and out of casinos. And yeah, it's such a, they're they're smart. So they know what they're doing, man. That was like, a kind of a good heads up as far as that. We did. What did we eat at Bobby Flay's place? Yeah, that was, that was the that was like the bright point for me. Oh, of course. <laughs> that shit was really good, man. But it was, it was like good. it was a little. I mean, I. It was good, but it was very pricey for oh, what of course. you got, which yeah. is expected in a way. But it's also like, damn, I really wasn't planning this, you know, because yeah, why is expensive alone? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. But I guess we're, I was, I guess in my head, I was like, well, we would have made there when we were, we were supposed to be. You know, we've probably been spending the same kind of money, but you know, yeah, it'd been different. But anyway, yeah, it's like you know, we've. I've got a bad taste in my mouth from that, and I know she does. And Just from that? For Vegas? I, I don't blame Vegas for that. No, I don't either. And that's what I told her. I was like, you know, it's not like – that's what we even – I think we even had, like, the same conversation. It's like it's not it's not Vegas's fault, you know. It's like the airline's fault. So yeah. I think we – in a, in a in a small dose, like – And we ended up getting a New York trip out of it too. That's true. That is true. suffering – there were some benefits. So I, I would say we'd probably give it another shot. Like, I know her. Man, that surprises me that y'all are, like, anti-Vegas a little bit. Not necessarily anti-Vegas. Like I said, we, we'd give it a shot. It's just there's certain things about it. Like, I know she, you know how you know how Vegas is where, like, they, there's the kind of the constant reminder of certain things and it's like you know they got the people out there handing out the oh, the little yeah. cars and shitting there all over the place and i know she hates that and it's like you know i you know you, you got to try to ignore certain things i mean it's a sin city so exactly well, well that's what i'm <laughs> so saying it's a little and bit of uh you know risque right and that's what i'm saying it's like there's you know having to not that it's impossible to avoid that stuff but i'm saying like it's like you know just trying to like curb that stuff and like focus on like i guess maybe the 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 other sides of it so so here let me just let me just jump in here's all right if i'm doing my birthday right in there i'm not worried about really i want to go to some really cool shows eat at a couple cool places maybe see a couple cool places in and out yeah Um, and and that's the thing like i don't don't, want to walk around like we did yeah you know i want to be very like planned like here's where we're going i don't want to walk that strip because we realize how long and hard it is to walk that strip <laughs> yeah and like sizes of buildings are very deceptive we're like oh, that's oh not yeah that far away we're like holy shit we've been walking for an hour oh yeah yeah and that, and that and to me that that's cool like and that's what i'm saying is like so 
there is stuff that is that 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 is appealing. Yeah. If you, like I, I feel like the positives would outweigh the negatives, and it's just a matter of perspective and just being able, being you know, being willing to kind of ignore some of it. See, but what I like, need to do is I'll take some edibles, go oh, to some no. crazy shows, no, 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 and see what happens. No, I don't think so. <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm with you though. Like the you know to see some of the some of the interesting shows. And there are some like really like ridiculous like restaurants in Vegas and in like Henderson and in the in the area like some places that you can't just like get anywhere else like I know Gordon Ram- like obviously like it's celebrity chef like central oh yeah that and residency type yeah shows so, with artists and yeah exactly else. so it's so it's a, it's a unique thing and the thing is too it's like the hotels are nuts. Yeah, they're awesome, and they're not expensive in and of themselves. Well, yeah, because they want you to spend money on other stuff, which you know is fine. And the flights there aren't bad. So, like, if right. you're talking like a like a I don't know what you're what you're thinking, but if it's like a like yeah. a three like a three day kind of thing or something yeah, like that, three four like, days tops. Uh, you know, two or three nights tops. Yeah, I don't think that would be, and that wouldn't that wouldn't require like a lot of like. Yeah, time, know, time investment know, rating. Can, you know, come get in day one, kind of chill, get some food, go maybe check out a little show, and next night get really fucking high and. <laughs> no. no, no, no. <laughs> not, I'm not getting baited in any of that stuff. No, no face tattoos, none of that shit. <laughs> oh man. But That's no, no in, in all seriousness, though, like. I, I think that there is a lot of stuff. There's a, a lot of positive things. There's a lot of things that could be really fun. Yeah. It's just like I said, like every time we think about Vegas, it, it brings up that it's it's like it's just like stuck. So would we like to actually have a like positive experience in Vegas? Yes. Yeah. I think it's I think it's I think it's totally possible. With shrooms. <laughs> no, plus shrooms. <laughs> Uh, I'm just kidding. Not really, but I'm kidding. Kind of. Jesus Christ. I know what what else is actually what's what am I thinking that's that's nearby? Um nearby Vegas? Oh the Hoover the Hoover Dam. Yeah, I mean I don't know cool and all, but I feel like that would take an entire day and that'd be something that I'd be like, oh we can do that later. Because I have mentioned that too, because I was like, I haven't even we've like I said, we've talked about I was like, man, you know, I would not mind giving Vegas a shot, I was like, because we were talking about just things that we haven't seen that we want to see, and I'm like, you know, if we're going to see the Hoover Dam, I mean, there's really not any other major city, you know, that you're going to really see it from other than no, Las I mean, Vegas. Yeah, I mean, if you go to, I mean, it's closest to Vegas, but I'm, it's also close to Grand Canyon. In my thought process, I'm like, if I'm going to do like a birthday kind of, Crazy fun weekend in Vegas. Then oh yeah, it's just gonna be just that might be, be something scratched off the list, and maybe come next time, maybe do oh, yeah, a yeah, yeah. road trip like down there, maybe see the Grand Canyon because it's not too far, and there's some crazy ass wildlife parks out that way. Like if you want to do some camping or something, but yeah, I think uh, my my thing I guess with with like the Grand Canyon and all that stuff, like I've always wanted to go to that out of yeah. Like, out of, Arizona, out of Arizona, though. Yeah. So, 
Well, it's right. Like it's right there. Like, yeah. The Hoover Dam, I think, is pretty close to the Arizona border and all that. It is, yeah. But then you also have like Death Valley National Park in Vegas. Yeah, that's well, the other it's way. Or, or it's like right outside. It's like what? Yeah, basically like, like the California side. California border, basically. It's like right over. So that, I've been there. Be... I've been there a few times. I'm good. Oh, oh have you? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Unless yeah. we're going to um, uh, what is the uh, what is the festival there in uh, Indigo or whatever? Oh, I don't know. Uh, man, where all the celebrities and stuff like Kanye was there last year, and then like boycotted it because somebody was there and didn't apologize or some weird shit. Not Coachella. Yeah, Coachella. Coachella. That's Coachella? it. Okay. Yeah. It's in it says it's out there in that that's where they because it's it's not far from Los Angeles like maybe maybe forty five minutes to an hour I think to to get to the valley where that is oh, okay like Palm Springs and to go like was it uh, Joshua Tree <laughs> oh yeah I know where that is yeah <clears throat> so uh, Palm Springs is kind of cool too though but. Anyways, um, but yeah, definitely, like I said, like if that's something that y'all end up wanting to do, like that might be something, depending on yeah. our circumstances, like we would probably give it a go, like, yeah, um, because there's, like I said, there's cool, there's, I mean, like, there's like the hotels are like super nuts, like just the, just the variety, and like, yeah, there is a lot of like cool landmarks to see. And that's the other of, part of it. And there's too, a lot like, of, you know, there's tons of museums and mm-hmm. there's tons of like just, and you don't have, and, then, and they build it to where like you don't have to go far to do anything. Once you're in the middle of it, you know what I mean? Like it's right. all, it's all there. Yeah. But I would, I mean, you know, I love researching food places. Like I haven't written a lot of it because I, like I said, we haven't planned anything for Vegas ever. But I know that I've, I could find I could probably find like a ton of like outrageous. I feel like you're going places. to like over the next week do some research. Oh, I, mean, if I, get, I know you love to do that. I mean, if I get bored, I'll start, I'll start looking at places. Yeah, it's just just because it's fun. But you know, I, obviously, like, and I've, I've talked to people at work about this. I was like, I would love to go to stop in Vegas, even if it was one day, just to hit up like. Whatever's supposed to be like the like most ridiculous buffet they got, because <laughs> you know, I mean, that's the thing. They're known for like these ridiculous buffets. Yeah, yeah. Like that cover that they, that are just like unbelievable. Don't they have like sensory uh, type restaurants there that will like you have to be blindfolded to eat. Oh, like, or you know those weird like, like try to tickle you in between all the courses and stuff. <laughs> no, I, I'm sure they do. I've seen that stuff on TV. Almost I, like when we went to I don't uh, know about eating the place in, the in Key West. Uh, that dessert they, place better than sex. Do they give you like night vision goggles or do you? No, but it's like you just have is, to roll with it. It is bar- barely, barely like lit in there. It's it's like. Lower, almost candlelight low. Yeah, but th- that place is different though. And it has like, velvet curtains. That's just I've seen that place. That's just for ambiance. I mean, there's yeah. literally there's literally literally places where it's so dark you're practically blind while you eat. Yeah. And they like they that's that's the that's the draw is like hey, you're gonna eat this food and you're gonna have to use all of your senses but your eyes. Yeah. It's like what? It's so supposed to make the food taste better or smell better or something. <laughs> I mean, but it, does it really taste better if you end up putting it in your eye? <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah. 
But I'm sure there's some like places like that there that could really get your I don't know, get your weirdness on. Yeah. But yeah, man, I'm not, I'm like yeah, like the only thing that I'm only thing that I'm like uh concerned with is if we move our Disney trip to back to September, that might be kinda tough. But uh yeah, we'll see. Because that'd be kind of back to back ish, um, like a month apart. Yeah. Trip for, trip, trip for the trip for the adults, trip for the kids. Yeah, but I mean, if you're talking, gotta plan it out right though. Yeah, it depends. Like, because if, if you did, I guess it depends on the yeah when y'all did that trip. But you yeah. know, if you if you did it like. Beginning then, of if you did it like beginning of October and like spread it out just like a slight amount, it might make a difference. Yeah, and gotta be. I might have to like take the Disney money and like bury it. Oh yeah. <laughs> so yeah. when I go to Disney, I don't oh, want to yeah, go to Vegas. Want, yeah, you don't want to. Don't want to get into some weird situation where I'm <laughs> spending money I shouldn't be. Yeah. <clears throat> but the, but the thing is though, I mean, like you're right though. If you if you plan it out right, it's not. And like the thing is obviously like if you if you go in there with the soul like if you have like if you're like hey I'm gonna gamble then yeah it could get expensive but the thing is like it's not price like they 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 make it to where it's not pricey to get there and it's not pricey to stay there but they do try to like bait you into spending money on other stuff oh yeah but you know like I said if you're there for a couple of days you know I'm sure you can probably. Make yeah, I mean, I'd do some, some. You can make gambling. it in and out without like, to, like without an incredible amount of damage. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'd like to do some kind of gambling, like other than other than like slot machines or anything. I mean, especially like if you have Disney close by, like you just have to say like this is my. Whether you have a day that you gamble, or if you decide you're gonna get, try to you know do a little bit every day, it's like this is the amount I'm spending per day. Period. <laughs> Once I lose this. I need to walk out yep. and not go to not go to the ATM or not or put this player's card away, you know, and just you know, that's it. Just shut it down. It's easy for me to do that because I do not like burning money. Weird transition uh, to go from that to NFL. Um, speaking of uh, put it up and shut it down. <laughs> oh my god. Sean Watson. Uh, eleven games and five million dollar fine. Better is than that, it's better. I mean, because you know it's, it's one of those better, things. but you still got uh the the Falcons wide receiver still out because of a because the gamble because he, he betted about fifteen hundred dollars on something. Yeah, well, well, it's not just something, okay? Like this is the thing. This is what the crazy part to me is. They gave him an entire year, right? It's not like he bet on the other fucking team. Yeah. He bet on his team. Yeah. So it's not like he can... The thing is, okay, if you bet against your team, then that means that that you can affect that outcome, okay? But he wasn't even playing then, though, right? He was hurt. I I don't know. I mean, I think he was... Yeah, I think he... As a matter of fact, I think he was hurt. But I'm just saying, like, if a... I know they're not supposed to do it. I know that. Yeah. So I'm not I'm not defending the fact that he did it because it was dumb as fuck because of course he's gonna get caught. Give your homie some money to put it down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Keep keep your name out of it. 
have but a uh, I digress. A burner. Uh, yeah, account. exactly. I digress though. But like, say he's playing, whether he's playing or not, he he bet on his team. Yeah. His team. His team. The only way he can affect the outcome of that game if he bets on his team is like it, 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 like. But I guess in a way, I guess he still could if it was like an over under situation. And like I mean, yeah. we're talking so we're talking splitting hairs. But like, if a ball gets thrown to him and like him scoring a touchdown is the difference between the over and the under, and he just decides like he's gonna like like butterfinger it or something, yeah. you know, to to keep the point spread where it's supposed to be to keep for so he wins like. There's you know there's that I guess I guess it's one of those things to where there's so many different ways that things could get get screwed up screwed with yeah and they don't want the thing is I think what it is is they really don't want to upset Vegas and the betting community to ever make them think that there's any kind of like collusion yes anything. <laughs> Because you know they don't want anybody to stop betting on this shit because that's their yeah. But you got a guy, <laughs> you got a guy out here freaking touching on folks and harassing oh, I know, folks. But, but this is the thing. This is their this is their new big revenue stream. Is oh gambling. yeah, I totally get I mean, it. It's always been yeah. big, but it's it's becoming legalized all over the place, and there's all these betting apps and like this is their new like cash baby. Yeah. And they're not gonna let anything fuck that up. Period. As as shitty as it sounds, that is more important to them than, and they won't say it. Than the harassment of. But it is much more important. At least and, twenty something women. <laughs> and the thing is, they don't have to say it. They they said it with the punishment. Yep. Like the punishment says it all. Like if you don't believe it, it's right there. Like it's yeah, in your face. I don't feel like he should ever play again. I mean. I, it should be as harsh as that, but my my thing is like obviously you know they always talk about like well we believe in second chances and this and that like they didn't give Ray Rice a ch- second chance when he yeah, his girlfriend yeah that's, but that's what I'm saying is like that, and that's what I was getting to is like sometimes maybe there maybe maybe people don't so if he would have punched one of those instead of raped him then probably he, then he probably been done. But again, but the thing is, like, they didn't. They, they, the thing is, like, even like raping, like the rape, the rape thing, like that is not like yeah, the evidence and all that. Is right, a, he, didn't get, he didn't get he didn't get convicted. He didn't get convicted of that. Like, there's no proof of that. It's all just like now, as far as like the the like glaring neon sign of like, hey, I'm a sexual predator. <laughs> that yeah. thing's lit up like light, like like lightning. Yeah. Because of the, just the weird behavior. You know, but like a lot, and it's just a lot of it's shady, and there's, but there's just not a lot of proof, you know, and, and it's, and it's a lot of it's because of the, and it's, I don't know if this is by design, but a lot of it's because of the situations that he purposely put himself in, yeah, where it's him and another person, yep, and and there's not cameras in there because they can't do that, yeah, and as he said, she said, and like, you know, yeah. and it's, 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 it's an awkward situation. But I agree, like, you know, the thing with and the thing with the Ray Rice thing was it was so egregious and there was you know, they weren't going to give him that much time at first until they until saw that the video, video get out. And the thing is so there's not like a there's not a blazing gun like that with yeah. the Sean Watson stuff. It's just but it but the thing is there's a lot. 
they, they haven't found the fire, but the smoke is like everywhere. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like a city's on fire, like but it's but it's the outskirts. Yeah, almost in you, a sense like Aaron Hernandez. Yeah, you can't see like, where you kept hearing you, about smoke's everywhere, dude, but you can't tell where the shit. All right, yeah, it's like where's the fire? Smoke's everywhere. Caught up to him eventually, but yeah. So so it's one of those things like depending on the situation, should people get second chances in life? No, this thing, yes, yes, they should get a second chance. But you don't always have to get a second chance at everything. Yeah. Does he get to have a second chance at being a you know normal citizen and getting a job and being able to like take care of his family and all this stuff? Yeah, sure. But certain things like don't you like? But he's good. He's the highest paid player yeah, in he, NFL he got, right now. He got rewarded. And the thing is like. There's such a small amount of people who can do what he does. It is a like having that that kind of ability is a fucking privilege. Yeah. And you know the thing is like if you, I feel like if you burn that opportunity like that should be the punishment. Yeah. Like, especially in this way, you know, when like especially with the Ray Rice stuff, like the NFL is taking all these steps to like you know they're they're trying to like because you know there's but, been a lot but, of issues, yeah, they were lot of issues with NFL players and with women and you know they try to take steps to like eliminate a lot of that stuff and really come down harsh and it's but just they, such a this happens and it's a spit in their face though yeah it's just such a that's what I'm saying it's such a missed opportunity like Goodell has like does in the end have ultimate power but you know they decided to have a like a second party come in to make the decision. And yeah, I think a lot of it, and a lot of it was, it, well, well, the thing was, a lot of it was just for them to take the blame away from, so they can deflect it. Yeah. Like, hey, you know, we wanted this, but got this, and then he ended up splitting it in the middle. And but you I know, think the thing with the the judge ruling is, well, maybe that's what, you know, if it was a criminal, if like that, if they actually had a judge do all cases, like even the PED stuff, it seems like maybe that's where they are. And maybe Goodell is suspending people for entirely too long. Well, because, I, don't, I don't think he's suspending people for the the majority of certain situations. And I think like they, they in, the, in the past, they haven't done it for long enough for certain types of they need to have a offenses scale. exactly and that's the thing the reason why the um i can't the arbitrator i'm trying to think what the, what the term was the reason why the well the, the ex-judge or whatever the reason why she voted the way she did was based on past you know they she was basing it on on what she had to go on yeah and it's like four similar things this is how you typically ruled so this is how i'm going to rule yeah. My problem with that is twofold, right? One, nothing like this has ever happened. So let's not act like there's ever been anything similar because there hasn't been. Yeah. Right? Two, just because you ruled like this in the past doesn't mean that this needs to happen the same way. Like you, you gotta, you want to push for pos- positive change. Sticking with the status quo is not positive change. Like a situation like this, this is when you drop the fucking hammer and say just because of your status as a as a NFL athlete does not mean you get to do what the fuck you want to do right yeah but all signs point to the opposite 
you know, you can go and you can prey on all these women, whether whether he actually tried to force himself on them or not. You know, a lot of a lot of that has not been like obviously none of that's been proven, but like there's not a lot of that, a lot of that being alleged. But it's just like yeah. the it's just the creepy nature of like, hey, I'm going to call this person to get a massage and I'm going to see what I can get out of it. 50, 60 times. Yeah. You know, play replaying the same scenario, just try to see what kind of results you can get. Like that's predatory behavior. Like it's, it's just, you know, like that's not, and a lot of times it's not what these women are signing up for, you know, and it's, it's very uncomfortable. They're putting them in, at the very least, it's putting them in a very uncomfortable situation. And it's creepy, man. Like, it's just and it makes no sense. Yeah. The dude is a young NFL quarterback. Yeah. It ain't it's not it ain't it, it can't be that hard. Well, <laughs> you know it's what clearly, I mean? Like, uh... And you're a good one. People know your name. You know what I'm saying? Like the community loved like he's loved he was loved in Houston. Yeah. In the community. Like he and that's the thing, he does a ton of great things for the community and stuff like that. Like like it, it ain't, it, you know. what I'm saying, like it's, you know, he had no issues with that kind of stuff. Shouldn't have, anyways. Yeah. But then he had, and on the other flip side, he had a fucking girlfriend, anyways. Yeah, like. So that just, so that just adds to, that just adds to like the. He's just scum, a straight up scum, pervert. Scum, scumbaggery, <laughs> yeah. And it's just weird, you know, like, uh, like an entire year. Probably would have been a lot better, but the thing is though, there's so much, there's so much shady shit behind it. Like the Browns set up his contract where he ain't making shit in the first year, anyways. Yeah. And they did it on purpose because they knew he was gonna get suspended for a, a good length of time, and that's why he ended up signing there because they, they, they were on board with everything that came with this. Yep. Because it's all about the wins. So. There's a little uh. I guess uh, shows a little bit about how they are. Right, exactly. And the thing is, too, and you know, everybody's like, oh, well, it's the heftiest fine that the NFL has ever placed on a player. Okay. I'm glad that, I'm glad they find him. So, th- I mean, that is, that is a, a positive. But let's go back as well. He got the biggest contract in NFL history. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So what... So what is five million dollars to wash your hands of all this? Yeah, I mean, in the end, and now of now, course it's going to take. A now we don't know. Fine and, uh, now we don't know games. how much. We'll never probably know how much he had to pay the the women to oh, settle. Oh yeah, the non-disclosures and all that. So it could have been it could have been hundreds of thousands of dollars each. Could have been a million each. I don't know. To get him to hush up about it, that's the thing. I don't know. And the fact that he settled with all of them, you know, they're not. It sound that seems to me like we're not, not going to get any details. And to be honest, I think that's why he finally de- decided to just to just bend and you know settle. Is like, hey, I'm gonna I'll I'll pay y'all, but y'all yeah. can't talk about it. Yeah. Not on TV. Not in the book. Not a, not a man. Nothing. Yeah. And just just in hopes that one day, like at least some of the chatter will go away. But nobody's gonna forget about it. But it's just you know, it's just it's all it's all been set up in his favor. Like yep. think, think think about last year. 
He didn't play last year. Still got fucking paid. Yeah. A lot. He's had a good. He was on a good contract. He's just just chilling. Yep. And then now, I mean, the dude's out there practicing. He's in the preseason game. You know, just now he's apologizing. Like it's like you're. It's an odd thing to do. It's it's, it's kind of late in the game to apologize, but then also like you're adamant that you're not guilty. And you're apologizing because, you know, for anybody that you offended or triggered and all this stuff, it's like, dude, I just I'm glad that the conclusion is it's come to a conclusion. And I know on top of that, like he has to go through like counseling. (laughs) And that's the thing, like, according to the suspension, like if he does not meet the requirements and all this stuff with the counseling and all that, then he's not going to be re reinstated. Yeah. So that's a, that's another positive. But the thing is like, could we not do at least a year? Yeah, that's what's him, strange. 11 games. And keep him out of the, keep him out of the league for a year. Yeah. An, another year, you know, give him a hefty fine, which I guess the fine is okay. Yeah, but then even like dollars, like but... like make him do therapy or whatever he's got to do for a year because he probably needs it. And then like make it like God, dude, like make the dude like volunteer somewhere that's something that's related to where he has to be around the like women that have had things like this happen to them. Yeah. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like force him to be around them and hear their stories. And see their perspective constantly on a weekly basis and make it part of the make it part of it to where like you can't miss these sessions and this stuff like you, you you're you're being forced to hear these women you know yeah. what I mean and you're being forced to talk about this stuff and you're being forced to do this and then and only then can you come back yeah so I just don't I mean I, 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 well, obviously you can tell by the way I'm talking. Like, I don't feel like it's enough. It's not. And another funny thing is, is 11 games. Guess what team he plays on the Oh, oh dude, it's just like. That's such a. Uh, it's some old WWE shit. Like they do yeah, some like, stuff on purpose. It's like perfectly scripted. Yeah. And then he gets to play. Yeah, he gets to play the Texans when he comes back. Yeah. Like, like anybody's checking for them. But yeah, it's just like so. It's so it's just perfect the way they set it up. Yeah, that's why I was like, eleven games is an odd number, and it's like you look at the schedule. Oh, <laughs> I see. <laughs> okay, it's just crazy how they do that. Like, yeah, I to me like him playing against the Texans. Like, I'm not gonna be excited about it. Like, whatever. I'll. I'm more excited to see Baker Mayfield play against the Browns, honestly. <laughs> just because they they're basically saying at this point that he's gonna be the starting quarterback. Yeah, and they're going to not have their starting quarterback with the Browns. I mean, yeah, yeah, but it, but it will be cool. Their to, asses up. Yeah, I'm saying, I say it'll be it will be cool to see like Baker Mayfield, you know, because he's always got a chip on his shoulder. Like, I'd like to see him come out there and just whoop the shit out of him. To be honest with you, even though I'm not a big Panthers fan, but still, yeah, I, just just like just for just, the, just one, for the one, one time, you know, <laughs> yeah, just for, just for the one time, yeah. Cause it's, it's just scummy, man. It's just some old scumbag shit. Like, <laughs> as a Browns fan, like, dude, I'd, I'd, I'd be. 
you know, I feel like it's been a little weird with them. Like, they're, I feel like I see a lot of, uh, you know, kind of like, this is our guy. And I'm like, all right, he's, he just got there and he's got all this going on. He's your guy. He's dirty, man. I'd feel I'd be a little, if I was a fan, I'd be like, eh. I don't know, man. I just I would just want to get completely out of that situation. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like even when like you know when the Saints were in the mix, when people were when people were saying they're in the mix, I'm just like, yeah, it was like down to them and the Browns, I believe. I made you know I made jokes about all you know like as far as like having someone with his talent would be awesome, but I was just, but you know it's like it's not worth the circus that the Browns are going through right now. It's not worth it. No, to me, and you like, got Jameis, who's a goofball, but he's not as as far as we know, not out there doing shit like that. It's just to me, like I mean, yeah, I'm I'm a, I'm a fan, like a lot of other people. But, you know, some people are like fan. They, they, whoever's gonna help them win, they're on board, right? And that's how it sounds like a lot of Browns fans are, or yeah, at least some of them are. I I'm not I'm not with that man. Like it would that's, be, I would feel very awkward. I would almost be, to be honest, I would almost be embarrassed to wear Saint shit around and like. Yeah. I would feel very awkward about it because that's just you know it's like. Because I, I, I don't want him. people think yeah I don't want people thinking that I'm okay with that shit. Yeah. You know what I mean and like so it would, I, I I probably just wouldn't. But here's the crazy thing. Now that we know and it's agreed on of 11-game suspension, like the Browns aren't going to win very many games. No. And when he comes back, he hasn't played in like two years. And you don't, like, is a talent there? Probably. But he hasn't played in two years. Yeah, I know. But, but you know, ever since they – but the way they wrote up that contract, they're they're playing for next year anyways. Yeah. If they have a I shitty season. I mean, they might season. as well just kind of tank this year. And, yeah, they and, probably wouldn't even care if they had a shitty season this year, to be honest. Yeah, because then they're gonna then they're gonna score you know a draft pick a, a high draft pick. Yeah, and whatever the fit whatever they feel like they need they're gonna add you know so it's like it's you know it's gonna work out it's gonna work out. How for old, them. I wonder how old Deshaun will be by next year because I mean it's not like he's I mean he's a pretty young dude though. He's still pretty young. Yeah, feels like he was with the Texans for a while though. I feel like he's in his mid twenties. Yeah, he's twenty six. Oh, okay. But that's the thing. Like, like he's he, and that's that's considering if he was if he had been playing all these years, like he is like in his he's like in his prime time right now. Yeah. So next year he'll be 27, and I guess they look at it like if we can get this if this dude can perform get him if we can get him back to performing at his his top level. That would have to be their, their for play even at this point. just three years. Yeah. Or, or whatever the length of his, just for the length of his contract, if they can have any success, I guess to them it's worth it. What's crazy though is they're in a very, very tough division. Yeah, but you know you got like the rise of the Bengals. The Ravens are always good. The Steelers are taking. I mean, they're kind of on the down side of it, but they always they're still going to be good. They're going to be tough to beat. They, it seems like you know they just again seems like they found another receiver and like you know they you know their defense is gonna end up getting better at some point. It'll, it's just a matter of time before they come rolling back around. So you're right, but the Browns, if they could ever put it together, could could compete as well. 
and like I said, I, I, they're just not like the thing is it doesn't matter to them. I don't think if if Deshaun Watson hasn't played because they're not playing for this year. So him coming back at whatever point it is this season, it doesn't really matter how he performs this year. That's going to be his like yeah him the training camp now and then him playing games this year is going to be him getting back into football. And next year is going to be really be his like real like quote unquote like return. Yeah. So it's just a fucking fiasco. Well, uh, another team waiting for their quarterback to return is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, which has been kind of a weird situation of Tom Brady missing out this trip to Nashville, which I was uh, lucky to be out there the last well yesterday and today watch their. Titans Buccaneers joint practices. And uh yeah, it, it would have been great if Tom Brady was there cuz obviously one of the, if not the best quarterback to ever play is always going to draw attention, but you know, it's good to have some get some reps against that kind of guy. Uh instead the Titans and you know, had Blaine Gabbert to go up against. <laughs> yeah, it's just man, dude. And they hardly played any of their guys, which the Titans are pretty good at holding out some guys that, you know, like Derrick Henry's not getting in there and, and doing a lot of reps. Yeah. Um, neither is, uh, you know, some of their veteran guys. But uh, and, and with the Buccaneers, Mike Evans was not playing. Yeah, is, is it one of those things to where, like, Tom Brady – it's just it's just one of those things where like is it being over if it's just being overplayed? I don't know. Um, like, is it one of those things where he obviously the dude's been in the league for a while, been playing quarterback for a while, he's been with the team a couple years now. Does is it one of those? Is it just like not necessarily just like a, a veteran like grace period he's getting, or is is it just like yeah? Is it just the Tom Brady effect? He's like well, hey. The- Buck's head coach uh, said something about this was planned ahead of time, which who knows if that's, you know, real or not. And then Mike Vrabel was asked today, actually, if there was any, if he had any insight on on Brady. And he said that he doesn't know what time's got going on, so he doesn't have any insight. And they're kind of close, you know, and I would imagine – if they hadn't talked because he was supposed to be here, that's, that would strike me a little odd. But, yeah, um, yeah, I think the whole situation is kind of weird. And but, I mean, hopefully it's not over a very crazy personal situation. Hopefully it's just yeah. – I wouldn't want to wish that on anybody, but hopefully he's uh, just had some playing time off and didn't want to come to Nashville. <laughs> I mean, it's one of those things like, I mean, he's been in training camp and stuff, so he's had time with with – the guy so it's like yeah it's one of those things like i mean does does tom we're talking about tom brady right yeah i get i get that there's you know there's new players on the team and this and that you want to build chemistry but they've been doing that like does he need to be he's been he's he's practiced with them right that's what i'm saying that's what i'm saying does he does he Let's let's be honest. Like I think, like you know, it's like people are like just begging for a story right now. And it, it while it is odd, but we are talking about Tom Brady. And the thing is, like whether you like it or not, 
like he's going to be able to do things that other people can't do. Oh yeah. Oh, there's not a lot of players who can just take that kind of time away in the middle of what they're doing right now and, and like it not be an issue. Yeah. But, but the thing is like, he was on the verge of retiring and decided to come back. That's what makes it a big, that's what, yeah, I know people are scared about that, but I'm sure there was a lot of like things tied to that. Yeah. Or he's like, look, if I'm going to come back, it's going to be, this is how it's going to be. Like, if I need to do this, I'm going to do this. Yeah. You know, and he may have said, look, or like maybe, and maybe More like what Todd Bowles for four, maybe, four or five days away from yeah, the family. Maybe so. I mean, that's what maybe, maybe what Todd Bowles says is, is true. Is like he's like, hey, I'm gonna I'm I'm not gonna waste my time on this week, this week, whatever. We're gonna do we're we're doing this before the season. I'll come back at some point here and here. You know, if it's truly gonna be like his last season or whatever, maybe maybe he's just like. Maybe yeah. maybe he's just maybe he's just you know turning his turning in some of his cards some of his get out of practice cards you know what I mean like yeah cashing his chips in like I don't know I'm not trying to I'm not I can't sit here and overplay it like I feel like Tom Brady's not going to the way he is as a competitor and all this stuff I don't see this dude. Saying he's gonna retire, then come back, and then not not follow through with it. Yeah. Barring injury. Yeah. Now the thing, like, like people want to always also assume that, oh man, it must be something with Giselle and this and that. I could definitely see her being happy that he retired, and then being extremely upset when he decides to come back. Right. <laughs> That's yeah. fair, but. You also got to think that they've been married for a while, and like I now, there, obviously, there's guys out here like this, so I can't really speak for everybody, but like I got to think that before he decided to go back on the retirement thing, that they had to have had a conversation about it. Yeah, you would think, and they must have came to some agreement. I just don't see, I don't see him saying like, I mean, maybe he did, like. You know I'm Tom Brady, right? Go play football if I want to. <laughs> if you want, if you want to have a, if you want to continue with your marriage and it be healthy, like probably not the way to go about it. Especially, I mean, it's not like she needs his financial support or anything. No. So they're in it for the, so she, they're both in it for the right reason. So I, I wouldn't see him doing that. So there had to be some kind of agreement. But we don't need it, and that's the thing. It's like everybody wants to know everything, and sometimes you know. They people people even celebrities and athletes like they they deserve to have their own shit yeah that everybody doesn't need to know about so it's okay you know like to me I'm like Tom Brady to me it's like dude it's Tom Brady he don't need fucking preseason games he don't need oh, to he wouldn't there. play he wouldn't play that's what I'm saying Saturday like anyways. like you're talking about a joint practice like him being at the joint practice like you alluded to is actually more beneficial. For the Titans than it is the Bucks in my, my in my opinion. Yeah, it, I mean. So so I mean it's like to, for to sure me, for the Titans defense. Right, exactly. So if I'm looking at if I'm a if I'm a Tampa Bay Bucks fan, I'm like, what the fuck? Who cares? As long as the dudes, <laughs> you know, game. I was there for the regular season. Yeah, those games count. Game one regular season is he playing? Did he did he come back before then? Yes. If not, okay. Now I'm worried. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Like one it, other thing that was interesting from this Titans uh, Bucks joint practice is uh, Logan Ryan, who's now a Buccaneers. Who was oh, that's Titan. right. Yeah. Uh, he he was a little salty too, man. He was a little salty. He's made some comments about the Titans fan base, and uh, somebody should pop this. Somebody did, and that's oh, what did he did too. <laughs> <laughs> so um, the rookie running back Hassan uh, Haskins, who oh, was drafted from, this uh, year Michigan? from Michigan, yeah, was uh, they were they were doing like a, I guess it was eleven on elevens, uh, drilled, and it was to, you know they were doing like a goal line eleven on elevens, and uh, he went to the outside, I believe, and it was him one on one with Logan Ryan, and they're not really tackling to the ground or anything. You know, they're just like, hey, you know, give you a little pop. Like, in real game time, I'd probably made the tackle here. Well, for some whatever reason, uh, Haskins lowered his shoulder and completely destroyed Logan Ryan, knocked him to the ground. The Tennessee Titans actually tweeted out the photo of of that, of, of Logan hitting the ground and Hassan, like, running over him. And I'm just like, oh, the the social media group for the Titans is uh, throwing oh, some shade back. Oh, they were wait, they were waiting on that. So it was uh, it was very entertaining. The crazy thing was, is I was actually, um, little, I was actually when I was watching, I was talking to Blaine Bishop, and Blaine was like, man, if a rookie would have hit me like that in camp when we're not supposed to be hitting like that, I would have jumped up and punched him. It would have been a fight. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it probably would have been or should have been, but there was no re- retaliation. However, um, and there was only there was only a couple of little skirmishes. It was pretty clean, uh, clean practices as far as just uh, you know people not people getting in too much fights, but um, but both times was Jeffrey Simmons who's been just a monster uh, and was completely destroying off their offensive line. Uh, anyways, so the very end of practice today, uh, something happened between him and Leonard Fournette, and Leonard Fournette threw a punch, oh, and and man. so they all got in a big scuffle at the very the very last play of the of the practice. It was like this was it was the complete end of their entire joint practice thing. Like, and that's that's how it ended. <laughs> Damn man, Lenny man, actually got a good photo. I meant to send to to the the group chat that I got of Lenny. Um, then want to send out there. Seth, uh, who's not on the show today, for those who are listening, is a big Buccaneers fan. So, and then obviously Kenny, you're LSU. Uh, so yeah, that's it. That's it. That's it. That's so Lenny, there's an NO coming out of him. Yeah. And. Uh, so that that was kind of one of the interesting the the, uh, the last thing I have also on Titans uh, training camp the you keep hearing about the wide receiver Cal Phillips and he's gonna be their slot guy right yeah he's he's small but man he's quick and he is getting open and you know at first I was just kind of like all right you know there's always that training camp hero and there's you know whenever somebody gets hyped up too much. They might not be, you know, they're showing out in camp, but when the regular season gets here, yeah, and they're on the practice squad or something. But 
uh, after being out there and seeing for myself, I'm like, yeah, this dude might be an X factor for, but even, for the team. But it's not even just local. It's you know, it's not just local media that's that's high on this guy though. I've heard I've heard a lot of people talk about him. Yeah, and the crazy thing is too, and this was brought up today uh, by a bunch of people um, that he, it wasn't like he was some just weird find somewhere. I mean, he went to, he was a four star recruit. Was it's from a very hotbed for football players in California, and went to UCLA. But was a fifth round pick, and the Titans may have gotten lucky with him. And also, Traylon Burks is, is going to be okay. As long as he's healthy and in shape, he's going to be good. <laughs> yeah, and that's I the mean, thing. So, I mean, uh, uh, it's, one of those, it's one of those things where they could have a, like, surprisingly decent wide receiver room. I know a lot of people yeah. were, 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 like, very skeptical. But, yeah. if, you know, it's one of those things. It's like when you get rid of A.J. Brown for anything – it's scary. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like you got a guy who you feel like I was super at some point at Burks. some point could at least match his potential, maybe not this year, but at some point. I don't know, man. I think Traylon Burks is gonna be special. Yeah, that's the he could I was be. pretty hot. I don't and that's, even, and that's the risk that's the risk that they decided to take. And they took a few because you know you took a risk on him and then you, obviously you brought in Robert Woods yeah. after and he's not, you know, obviously he's not the youngest version of Robert Woods, and he's coming off towards of, ACL. But he's he's he looks okay good. I heard, there. Yeah, yeah, he's looking good. I heard I heard that too. So it's like if he can be healthy and productive, and Traylon Burst can progress yeah. and become a better wide receiver game after game. I mean, you know, Nick Westbrook or Keener or whatever, you know, he's he's he stepped actually, up, man. He's, he's been getting up, better and better each year. He stepped up last year, and if if your uh, other guy was it Phillips, yeah. You know, if he can come in and actually be a slot threat, on top of the fact that they actually have a a decent tight end, finally. I mean, obviously, yeah. he's not. You know, he's not like the most high end guy, but he has had. Some he's very better than stuff. anybody that was here last year. Oh, exactly. Though. So he's gonna be. He's gonna be a sanctuary. And the rookie tight end has been working, doing good too. Yeah. Jay Ponquo. Yeah, but I mean, but that's, that's the thing. You get, you got a couple safety blankets. You got your running back back. So I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of positives for the wide receivers. Well, another there's, thing, there's, another there's, guy, more, there's a lot more threats than yeah. there, there have been in the past. So you know, like the 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 wide receiver group in training camp last year, and you look after they traded Julio Jones, you looked at it like, oh my god, they have like eight guys here that you know that should be playing playing in the NFL, and they're going to have to cut two of them probably or three yeah. of them. And just the way the season played out with injuries and and Julio just didn't pan out. Didn't do shit. You know, and who was your other guy that y'all got that didn't do shit either? That was, that was supposed to be a the, the a draft from, pick from no from Tampa. Adam Humphreys. That yeah. was a couple of years ago. Yeah, and like that, and like it's just like they always like these guys that they got just like they just didn't pan out. Yeah, he got he got he just injuries was getting him. Yeah, it's like he just never had it. He never really had that. He's actually, to, I think, on the Washington Redskins roster now, or at least he was last commanders. year. Oh yeah, Commanders. Damn it. The commanders <laughs> or the Commandos? Commanders. Know. Commanders. All right. But should but, uh, they go Commando? 
Um, another wide receiver, uh, since we mentioned LSU, Racing McMath has been showing up too. Yeah. And so, I mean, that's probably going to be your wide receivers there to make the initial roster. I mean, obviously you want to play for this season because, I mean, they were, they were, they were, you know, they were. Oh, I was, you know, I thought last year was going to be the year, man. I really thought, you know, everything just seemed to be. It lined up pretty perfect. Yeah. And, and they, 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 despite all the injuries, they get to that one seed, they're at home. And you're just like, all right. And then they get healthy and you're like, oh, well, here we go. And then, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But, but I mean, uh, you know, a lot a lot of people are, like just kind of fearful that it's going to be like a rebuilding season because all because so. of all the new additions. But yeah, I mean, they've got you know the defense if the, the defense played great last year and if it even takes more steps forward, yeah, that's going to give the offense more time to progress and and get better. It, you know, it's one of those things like it's it's so new, it's hard to say what it's going to look like. Yeah. But it could be could be better than what some people are expecting because you know obviously like nobody knows national media nobody knows they don't they don't usually give two flips about the Titans anyways but you know the yeah the hopes aren't super high if you look at Vegas and all that stuff so but but you know you know that stuff can change really quick yep so just you just gotta see yeah and plus you know Derrick Henry's healthy now and obviously the dude always looks like a fucking monster. And, I feel like it, he's bigger than he was last year. And it's just, you know, people need to see also what does he look like. Yeah. And and the offensive line is still, you know, that's that's the that's, that's the, my that's biggest the, fear. That's the that's the factor there. So that's my biggest fear is is the right side of the offensive line, how that's gonna look. Well, it's one of those things if 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 they use the new weapons that they have productively and they don't rely on the pass quite or the, the run game quite as much. Yeah. You know, then the offensive line isn't going to matter. I mean, obviously it always matters, but it's not going to be as much of a weak point. If you also have to be concerned about the passing game, because if these guys end up working out the way that they want them to, then they're going to have a lot of options. Yeah. And it's not just going to, it may not just be the, the, the Derrick Henry plus one wide receiver show. You know what I mean? Shouldn't be. Yeah. To be determined. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, one uh, to switch switch gears. I wanted to uh, bring up. So I watched this Woodstock '99 documentary on Netflix, and it was very. I remember that very well. because I, I almost kind of wanted to go, <laughs> even though I was, I don't know, maybe third. No, I was probably. Like, I don't know, 13 or 14, old enough to know that, like, I was kind of into the, the people that were performing there, and it was something cool that was coming back. But little did, uh, like, one thing, like, I think we all knew how that kind of panned out, and it ended up being a very terrible ending to a to a festival that they tried to bring back. Yeah. But uh, hearing all the details and stuff is very, very wild. And the reason why I wanted to bring this up more so than anything is how all these people that are putting together the festival thought that it was going to be like the Woodstock in 69 with all the peace and love stuff. And they completely misjudged the youth and society in the mid-90s to the late-90s. Like, 
this was the the attitude era in wrestling which cultivated a, a lot of a lot of the you know and all the heavier metal and rap that was coming out it was just like it's not about peace and love right now guys it's about like aggression <laughs> really yeah uh so you know to completely misjudge your audience and how you thought that festival was going to go is a big mistake on their part and which the other terrible part was they didn't help the patrons is there as much like they really try to gouge them on pricing and uh there was just a lot of logistical failures that made the camping there and and everything there just completely terrible which angered them more and more but uh and it was hot as it was like hot yeah it was freaking too. it was in the late july even though it was in new york but still it was it was in the 90s like temperature wise but uh i just thought it was crazy to hear them talk about how they thought that you know that it was all going to be peace and love type stuff and yeah and it's like man the 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 mid to late 90s man if you were a teenager or a college kid you were kind of in this weird mood man that probably nobody's ever seen and to kind of think back out on about it now because obviously we live we're teenagers when that for their for the later part of that is um like yeah duh you don't think we like hardcore shit and mm-hmm. and have reasons to be pissed off at the world you know like come on y'all <laughs> what did you expect <laughs> so that was kind of a uh crazy crazy part of that whole document that yeah, that, I, that stood out to me and other than they ended up burning a bunch of shit down or something yeah. like i do i recall seeing it on tv at the time like i I don't know a ton of the details. I just remember, like, there's a lot of people. They were pissed. The conditions weren't great. It was hot. Yeah. And they ended up burning some shit down. So this is the thing I didn't know, and this is how stuff started getting burned down, is they tried to replicate – all right, so they were trying to add some kind of – not charity element, but a uh, a positive message element to them. And it was about gun violence. So they chose gun violence to be – or anti-gun violence, and for whatever reason, they decided to hand out like a thousand thousands of candles. Oh wow! On the third day of the festival, where you know they were trying to do this like candlelight thing, and it worked. You know that worked for you know when it first happened, and they were trying to tell talk about the message of gun violence, but then you play. Red Hot Chili Peppers right after it when they're in their prime. And the next thing you know, people were burning shit. <laughs> and then they pulled the Chili Peppers off the stage, which angered them even more because there was no music playing. And then more hell just brought, you know, just went, it just went crazy. Damn. Meanwhile, like while they were playing Flea, <laughs> butt ass naked, like completely naked. Uh, which I forgot about because <laughs> that dude's fucking crazy and cool at the same time. Um, but I remember, I remember, I remember seeing this on like M- it was MTV's heyday, you know, when they had they were covering all these festivals and doing all these cool things and putting on stuff. 
So it was like kind of a trip down memory lane a little bit. And it was right when Litecorn was, you know, pretty brand new and had was one of the hotter rock bands and Limp Biscuit of uh, Limp Biscuit when he played break stuff and they started literally breaking shit. Uh, like how do you how do you misjudge that though? You know? Like yeah. who the fuck do you think they're you know, you have a guy in here who has a song called Break Stuff and you have a bunch of crazy ass freaking teenagers that are already just in a in a mood. So what do you think's gonna happen? <laughs> yeah, it's a mess, man. The thing that's that sucks about it is that is in a way a good thing now, or a couple of good things too, is ultimately you kinda of look at Bonnaroo as the new Woodstock, even though I mean they kinda of took the whole idea and just tried to turn it into a way better experience, which they have. Um so I think it was a, a kind of a, a a moment of how not to do a festival for a yeah. lot of the play like companies that are put on festivals. And it also was like there was a lot of like sexual assaults there, you know? Yeah. Because of just the attitude of people and uh how things were in the 90s and and women weren't really take standing up for themselves over it as much so it's kind of good to see i mean hey we were just talking about with the sean watson like if this was then nobody would probably came out and said anything yeah and the thing too is like it's just it sounds like it's just like a lot of stuff wasn't planned for obviously so like they didn't have the proper it seems like they probably just didn't even have enough like because they underestimated the people's like attitudes and how they're gonna act, like if I didn't have, they, obviously if I didn't have enough security, oh definitely not, or any of that, <laughs> or any of that stuff. So it's like, to a certain degree, when you you know when you get a bunch of like alcohol and drugs involved and angry people and like the city, it's just a, it was just like a, a storm, you know. Yeah, the music start, that you're start, exactly. Plus you, add the, you add the music, yeah, and you add people who. People who are there that are under the influence or not, but have, you know, could be just unstable. Yeah. Or could be predatory. And, you know, it's like it's like just the perfect situation where, like, they can just feel like they can because of the because of the vibe. You know, it's like they're in a situation where it's like bedlam, like they can do whatever they want. Yeah. And, you know, people, and, people are destroying stuff. You know, they're, they're, they're taking what they want, whether it's from a person or, you know, or an ATM or just damaging yeah. something lights on a fire it's just like a free-for-all oh yeah especially that that third that last night the very last night of it when all hell broke loose and fires and yeah. and they just started looting the place and tearing it down um just because that mob mentality kept growing and growing and growing and then you know them not treating them well like they didn't have it wasn't very sanitary. There, there was hardly any water, and it was hot as shit. They, you know, the accommodations were were terrible, and the the companies that they had that were supposed to come in and kind of keep all the like porta potties clean and stuff, they were just overran and like <coughs> there's I'm, shit and piss all over the place, and it's just it's just terrible. I mean, at least at least at least go, at least. You know, you would think that we've learned from it, and they are just not gonna try to recreate that ever again. Hard to say. Well, fire festival wasn't that long ago. <laughs> yeah, but, but I think saying, that like, was more that was more of a uh, not 
No, that was, that was providing just, the accommodations they promised. Versus, yeah, that was that was just some old bootleg shit. <laughs> yeah, but I, I don't think like you know even if it was like Woodstock twenty thirty or something, I don't think it's gonna happen because it's just the negative connotation that's attached to it now. Oh yeah, because you, you ruined the thing is that ruined the Woodstock name. Like when people used to think of Woodstock, it was just like you like you said peace and love and hippies and like. Yeah, there was two of them. I mean, there was three of them technically. There was they. I forgot that they and they mentioned this in the documentary that they did it in '94, but the weather was terrible. Oh, I didn't. And it rained the entire that. time. Um, but uh, so the 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 guy that that they interviewed the guy that that founded and and uh put on Woodstock '69, and the whole purpose of him wanting to do well, they did '94. He he mentioned something along the lines like his kids were around the age he was when he was at Woodstock. He wanted to you know give them an experience that he got to to live and see, which that was pretty cool of him to do. Although it just kind of backfired a little bit. Yeah, I'd say a little bit. <laughs> but uh, yeah, definitely go watch that. It's a really very good, well done documentary and um uh. It just kind of brought back memories to me. Just the late '90s was just how crazy of a time that was. Yeah, that was that was a that was a time. That's for sure. It's a good era of of music, though. <laughs> that's for damn sure. Yeah, that's true. Because we always say like the early 2000s rap. I mean, that was like the the beginning of that. Uh, was the best era of rap. So. That yeah, was also the, rock, the, the the rock music was also very good too. Well, that's when new metal was born. So yeah, and, like and, and and also like your rap rock, yeah, hybrid stuff. Yeah, yeah, because Kid Rock was at at Woodstock when he was more of a rap kind of. Oh yeah, coming out the gate. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah, brought back a lot of memories. <laughs> Interesting stuff. Yeah. So uh, I guess out the out the gate um, to to, to kind of end the show, She Hulk debuted today, which we've talked about the last couple of weeks. I know you uh, mentioned a couple of things before we got started about it. I'm probably going to check it out tonight if uh, if I have time. Yeah, um, I think I think I think we are. We're, we're probably going to too. Yeah, I, I've re- I've been reading. Like I don't I don't. There's there's certain things I'm just gonna watch anyways. I don't care about. <clears throat> like critics like what they have to say about shows typically but i did see some articles which i, I didn't read i don't really know much about the actual plot line or anything. i didn't read any spoilers or anything like that because you know i hate that shit yeah. but i just saw some interesting things where they were talking about like i guess they're trying to do some things different with the show you know it's gonna be a funnier like kind of comedy thing but they're also adding some interesting things where like they got, I guess they got a chance to watch the first four episodes, and every single episode had like a a, a post credit scene, which yeah. none of the none of the other shows have had that. So it's gonna like if if every episode has it, then that's gonna be more than I mean, obviously that'll be more than any of the streaming shows have ever had combined, yeah. really. So it's 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 interesting. I mean, they're they're apparently you know because she's dealing with law and all that kind of stuff and yeah, 
a lot of different a lot of different scenarios from the past and the present are going to pop up like the Sokovia Accords and you know oh, yeah. all that stuff like a lot of that stuff's going to pop up that people are going to are going to like be able to quickly remember but then also there's going to be supposed to be a lot of like different cameos uh-huh. in in the show and the post credit scenes like some some that you know some people expect now because they've seen some characters but then other others I guess that they haven't yeah really revealed yet so and a lot of like really very obscure characters from Marvel comic books have been shown so far so it's like it's very interesting like it's just I don't know and apparently people are like a lot less concerned about the CGI now that the show's actually out Thank goodness. I mean, you know, people just fucking freak out about everything, you know, like. Yeah. But let, let the show come out before you start criticizing what the CGI looks like. So I guess people are like, I guess they're not as pissed <laughs> off about it because they actually had time to do the final touches on it and everything. So, yeah, I'm excited about it. You know, plus, you know, it's heavy involvement with uh with Hulk, which is different. You know, it's, it's weird to see, you know, you got a new character, but it's it's a lot like kind of like Hawkeye where like. A lot of new characters, but that one like main character that we've all, all, always known, you yeah. know, from the yeah. original Avengers is going to be in it. So it's, it, you know, I, I'm I'm interested to see what their dynamic looks like too, because they're cousins, I believe. Is the is is I think She Hulk is Hulk's cousin, I think. I'm not sure. Or Bruce Banner's cousin. I'm yeah, I'm not sure. sure. It, they're related somehow. I know, I know that's that's I know that for a fact. I can't. I, I know it's not his sister. I'm pretty sure it's his cousin. So, yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see it. It's supposed to be a lot different than anything else they've done. So, different is good. Yeah, for sure. Well, um, I guess that wraps everything up. As always, we're, we appreciate everybody that listens to our show and has liked and subscribed us already. But if you haven't, do that, and we're on all the where you get your podcast we're all on all those platforms you can follow us on facebook twitter and instagram at big 10 rich live to you every thursday night so and drop new episodes every thursday night so check us out sometimes fridays every now and then <laughs> a little disclaimer is that it we're good yeah <laughs> out you see ya bye then <laughs> 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 <laughs>